1: Hey, hello, what's up everybody? I think we're live, but I'm not hundred percent positive. D, are we live? Uh oh. <laughs>
2: This means I can go home now. I don't no, know it goes.
1: doesn't. But I'm not sure. Dee, are you there? Because like, I don't know if anybody can hear us or We're not. We're live. I want to go to you know, she! I, I can barely hear her. I just heard her say something. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment we got a fun show for you guys today. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody to make sure we can hear uh, our, our people in other places. we got Danielle, who's at the W4CY studios in Wellington. What's up, Danielle?
3: Hello,
4: hello, hello. Can you hear me now?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, I can't hear her at all. Danielle, Jeez. we can't hear anything you're saying.
4: Scotty J, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, and I'm broadcasting you guys live. Can you hear me okay?
1: Yeah, we hear you perfect, but we can't hear Danielle. Does everybody else hear us? Can you guys hear us in the chat room? Michaela's in the chat room. Can you guys hear us? Do you have a picture? That's our picture right there. Yeah, do, do the people have a picture? Yeah, they have a picture because he, he's, he's broadcasting us on YouTube. But you guys can hit the Talk 4 TV button at the top uh, and you can see us live. Let's say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. What's up, Ron?
2: I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I want to sleep. I don't want to do this show today. I'm not in the mood to talk. It's, po- it's really painful when you have to do this against your body, screaming to go to sleep. You know, we go into L.A. a lot. We went in last night to a good party for um, Clown Motel. We didn't get home till a very late hour and I didn't sleep well because my bed is filled with dogs who like to lick you and bark and jump on and off the bed, which keeps me up. You guys can't handle. Anyway, my re- my my energy level is really low today. So forgive me if I'm not up there wild and crazy. Today I'm sort of just tired and I may go to sleep while the show is on. You oh, go watch okay. me sleep. We right? got we got to get D. Danielle talk to us.
3: You guys can't can you hear? Her?
4: Yeah, no, I can't hear anything. Uh-huh. I'm broadcasting everything's good between us with the video and everything. I don't I don't know about anything else. In so guys- well, the chat room, they're I'm saying telling- they're
1: waiting for the show to go live. They can't hear us, so Dee's not doing something. we got to try and get in touch with her.
2: I think they, they uh, kidnapped her. I hope not. And they're taking her to some island and selling her for like $3 a shot. Well, talk to Scotty J for a minute. And it was a Scott- SWAT
4: raid. SWAT busted in. They caught her doing exactly what you suggested she should do, Ron. And I think Uh-oh. things went south.
2: Literally. They probably kidnapped her. I'm telling you now, they're going to sell her. They're going to sell her body in some foreign country for $3. Now,
4: they get more than that. Is that all it's going for now? Man. That's all she's going to
1: go for. No, you get a lot more than that. I think you get a lot more than that. With that voice
2: of hustle, she she opens that mouth, your testicles crack. That's funny.
3: (laughs) You guys still can't hear me? How do you really
4: feel? I heard you a little bit, D. You just sound muffled. I I love. I don't know why.
1: Danielle, see if you can, like, I see you're getting my text, and people said they can hear us. I I guess they can see us, but we can't hear you, so try and
2: talk to us and see if we can hear you. There is a God. We can't hear you.
3: (laughs) Can you guys hear me now?
2: (laughs) There is a God.
3: Hello, hello,
2: hello, You know, I'm hungover and tired, and that
1: voice of yours. Oh, no, Teresa Teresa Saban says she's getting it on the phone. She can hear it, so.
2: That shrill of, of geez goes right through me when you're hungover and tired.
4: What are you hungover from, Ron? What were you drinking? What do you drink?
2: Well, uh, last night I was drinking um, vodka with um, orange soda. It sounds disgusting. We don't hear him anymore. We have him on your thing. No, I was just making sure that we can hear him. It sounds disgusting, but if it's ice cold... You know, the party started outside by the pool. Of course we didn't go in the pool, but a lot of people did. There were about forty or fifty people who were invited to this private party for the screening or the or the opening night screening of Clown Motel. So everybody started drinking at the pool and I don't drink much. I really don't. Doesn't take much to get me looped. And I had about three three vodka and orange and That's orange. it?
4: Now, you say three. Were these like 20-ounce drinks? Were these
2: six-inch no, no.
4: drinks? Highball glasses? What are we talking no, about? No, no, no.
2: They were plastic cocktail glasses filled.
4: With umbrellas?
2: No umbrellas. Oh. They, they didn't get umbrellas. I was de- depressed also.
4: Any but, fruit garnish at all?
2: No garnish. No no umbre- Just orange soda and vodka. It's an interesting drink if it's ice cold. Okay. You know, I was a thirsty, I was thirsty, and that was it. And, you know, to be there, you have to be a little buzzed, otherwise it's boring. Every, every, <laughs> well, you know, everybody's young, and they all speak whatever they speak. I don't know th- what the fuck they're talking about half the time. I just smile. I sit there smiling like some old jerk.
4: Well, it's always fun to have a little something tied on, you know, when you're going to be in a social setting, you know, loosen everybody yeah. up, and
2: yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Puts me to sleep. It doesn't loosen me up. I'm loose just to begin with. Anyway, I had a good time. Joe Kelly did a nice job. He made a barbecue of hot dogs and hamburgers and all the usual that goes with it. And everybody there was fun and interesting. We know many people who were in the movie. That was nice to see them you know, and their work and be with them. Um, I just wish that it was done in Palm Springs, not L.A., because we drive a 100 miles round trip. No, more than 200 miles. 200 miles, 100 each way. And that's a two-hour shot. So it's four hours of driving, and it's very fatiguing, you know, especially when you're up since six because the dogs decided they wanted to go out at six in the morning. I mean, I got really early bird dogs. And you're up at six and you're working all day long, and then you have to get dolled up and go out to a party. And look like you're alive and enjoying yourself. It's very hard work. People say, oh, it's too bad for you. What a horrible life you have. You go to parties. Yeah, well, it's a lot of work.
4: Now, speaking of being all dolled up, what did we wear? Is it something that uh, Jamie put together here for you?
2: No, I don't dress in his stuff. His stuff is weird. I dress (laughs) nice. No, no, no. I dress very well. I forgot what I even had on. What did I have on last night? You know, it's so funny, it's a blur,
1: I don't remember. I, I wore a horror was. movie shirt that I had made. Probably. jeans, did. and he wore... Oh, uh, I had on
2: a beautiful, a very good, good shirt, an expensive shirt. It was pink with gray cuffs and gray trim and gr- skin-tight gray jeans and plaid toms.
3: Sounds sexy. Gr-
2: gray and pink and some other shit color. Uh, toms. You know, toms are those little shoes like slippers that were very comfortable. It looked nice, you know, decent for what it was. No, Y'all we had fun.
1: They rented about a six thousand square foot house that had huge,
2: um,
1: uh, huge like rooms, and a whole bunch of people were staying there. Had a pool and a hot tub, and they set up a big screen and a step and repeat, which is like the thing that you walk on to take pictures, like if you're at a red carpet premiere. And um, there was about forty people there, and it was just a, it was a, like a lot of fun. They all people, a lot of the people were staying in the house for three days. You know, we left and came back home because we had to come do the show and. we don't really sleep in other people's houses well.
2: (laughs) Well, what cracked me up was the house is 6,000 square feet. The living room was like a baseball field. And all 40 people were crammed in the kitchen. They wouldn't (laughs) leave the kitchen around the center island. You had to squeeze by. And I yelled everybody. I said, go out in the living room, for Christ's sake. You're in the kitchen. What are you, a bunch of peasants? Go learn. Our living room is nice. Go sit in the living room. So I got them out there, some of them. And then 10 minutes later they were all back in the kitchen again. Cuz the kitchens where the food and the booze was.
1: That's right. That's where everybody <laughs> hung out. Everybody And that was out. that
2: was Joe Kelly's mistake. He should have put the food and the booze in the living room and then he would have had a, a a far nicer, you know, atmosphere. Empty kitchen. Yeah, it was too packed with people in the I'm serious. You had a, it's like I was on a subway in New York in the kitchen. That's how crowded it was. But we saw the film and we saw a bunch of cool uh Movie trailers for upcoming
1: films that are coming out. One that we're going to a red carpet for, which I don't even know the name of it at the end of this month. A new Eric Roberts movie. And um, we uh, met Dietrich, who's the uh, bassist for Lords of Acid, which is a band that I've always liked a whole bunch. And uh, uh, we hung out there for several hours before we came home. And then we came home and we were really exhausted when we got home. And
2: I-, I think people are done with this conversation. Okay, good. I'm done with
1: it. So let's talk to forward. the people in
2: the chat room. What's up, everybody?
1: We want to give some shout outs. We got B Claudia from Germany in the chat room. We got Michaela Singleton. What's up, Michaela? Eileen is sending me messages uh, on on uh, on my text messages on my phone, so she's not in the chat room, but she's
2: there. Um, Where can Eileen hear us? Um, I think so. We also said Rob Palladino hey, says hi. Eileen, I almost slipped and said what you should, said to me. I shouldn't say this morning. ha. Uh,
3: <laughs> you guys still can't hear me? Just to make you me? a little
2: nervous, Eileen.
3: <laughs> Nobody can hear me?
2: Um, she says she's in the other
1: chat room where you hit Talk 4 TV and watches us, so.
2: Eileen's in love, but I can't say with who. But she's in love sort of, kind of, almost. She's in like. Well, she's
1: in deep love. Like. Eileen's in the other chat room. Everybody, if you go to the, on the W4CY website, if you hit Talk 4 TV, you can see us live. Ron and I, right now, say hi. Oh, don't don't push it. Now, come on, honey. I'm in I'm in peace. Okay, but it doesn't make any difference. You got two hours to go, so Just let's
2: don't get don't going. hug me too tight and don't pull me. I'll break.
1: I'm not pulling yeah, you to break. Push. I crashed.
2: There we go. There you
1: go. Ow, oh, that actually hurt.
2: You know, go screw <laughs> yourself. And they say they love your shirt. Oh, good. I'm glad you can have it. But hey, seriously, look. all of you out there, did you ever have a couple of drinks and the next day you feel really crappy, and you have to go to work, so you know what that's all about in the chat room is that true have you ever gotten a little high and happy and got home late and you had to go to work and you looked at your boss and you wanted to say fuck you i'm leaving there's nobody who's never done that everybody's done that not necessarily you haven't you don't drink i don't don't drink now but
1: i did that but when i
2: was young i'm old now who knew you then i mean i'm talking about since i know you
1: oh no it's because i don't drink now i don't need no, to
2: i don't drink either but i had two or three or four or five or six maybe i don't know and that's drinking i guess i'm always a designated driver absolutely you gotta like love it no, so you know what it is i feel like if i lean forward my eyeballs are going to roll out of my head and roll down my legs i, I love it so that's <laughs> what i feel like i pressure in my eyeballs uh b claudia says we're
1: wonderful she's on the youtube site um uh, I hey, think th-
2: Claudia, what's with the teaching? I didn't know you were a teacher. That's what she does. I know that. There's a big thing on Facebook about it. She got some kind of a whatever. I forgot what it was. I'm a little... But she just, also got a... Uh, she wrote, I congratulated her, whatever it was. She wrote a, wrote a wonderful review on Success
1: Factor X also. Oh, she's, got a, on she's everywhere. a good person. She's fabulous. Yeah, she's nice. I hope she
2: comes to this country Which, and comes to Palm Springs. We should
1: tell everybody, too, like if you're in the L.A. area Monday night at the Barnes & Noble in... The Grove, there's going to be another Success Factor X signing in L.A. Lots of people from uh, authors, part of the book, Sean Kane and Jill Lieberman, Eric Roberts, James Cullen Um A whole bunch of cool people are going to be there at the uh, signing, and uh, it's at 7 o'clock. And so if you want to go and get a copy of Success Factor X and get some of the people who wrote it uh, to sign your book, that's the time to do it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Ron and I are going to be there.
2: Right. So come and meet and greet.
1: Yes. Or greet and meet,
2: whatever. However, it works. Um, greet and meet, meet and greet. Greet um, your meat. That's <laughs> good. Meet and meat. greet. I like greet your meet. But is. anyway, uh, what is what do you live? <laughs> what is he just got it. He just woke up. No, he. Well, no, well, I mean, what is it? A meet and greet? Greet your meet? I no, mean, it's a it's a book signing. No, I know. I wish I had
4: someone to greet my meet. You well, do. You have a to wife. a book signing.
2: I'm sure will be a queen somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, we live in Palm Springs. It's not hard if you really want to look. <laughs> yeah, just just don't wear underwear and wear see-through pants.
4: I'm booking a flight. <laughs>
2: and you'll be growing quicker than you think. But anyway, the weather here is magnificent. We're hitting 100 degrees every day, which is gorgeous. But, you know, people go, oh, my God, 100 degrees. Remember, it's no humidity, and if you're in the shade, it's not 100 degrees. In the shade, there is a cool, beautiful breeze. The minute you step into the sun, you become a potato chip. I mean, instant fry. So we avoid the sun. You know, we wear hats and... We walk on the shady sides of streets and under trees. You learn to maneuver. But I will take this any day over the cold, crappy, rainy, snowy, dreary, cloudy, rotten weather of the East Coast. Jimmy, are you here?
1: Yes, I am. Oh, what are you doing? I was uh, reading the chat room. There's lots of people talking in
2: the chat room. What are they saying? B
1: says she's a media pedagogic teacher, too, and an author. And an alien in her country.
2: <laughs> oh. A media
1: pedagogic? Pedagogic. I don't know what that Pedagogic. pedagogic. I don't Spell know what that you is. Illiterate. P-A-E-D-O-G-O-G-I-C. Pedophile. <laughs> oh, and Danielle is now in the... Uh, she teaches media. Danielle is now in the chat room, and she's hoping that we can hear us after the break. We're going to find out because we're going to play a song. We need to know if everybody's got it. How, how are we doing, sir... Uh, Uh, sir scotty j is our uval david online
4: uh uh, let me see hold on i'm not sure (laughs) if he's online i was actually looking up pedagogic You had me going on that i was like man that that's a 50 cent word i might whip out one day she
1: teaches media i have no idea it's pronounced
2: pedagogic
1: Pedagogic.
2: Pedagogic. P A E D P pedagogic Peda, paid. Pedagogic. Gogic. You know what a pedagogic is? No. A person who loves to lick feet. Oh. <laughs> uh
4: Yuval David is not online.
2: Uh oh, okay, hold you on. probably heard the beginning of the show and said, I'm out of here. Good, then we don't have to be on today. We could say goodbye to everybody. No, we can't. And I can go back to bed.
4: No, uh, oh, he is online. He is online now. He is online.
1: Eileen, Eileen, Eileen says make sure you're quiet or she's gonna tell everybody that you were on the bed naked.
2: <laughs> And you know what Eileen said? Oh, could we do what is it called? Uh, FaceTime? Face could, could we talk FaceTime? She's such a pervert, but, <laughs> but I love it a piece. So she here's play. what we're gonna anyway, do. Anyway, she's sh- really in like with a very terrific guy. Anyway, and we're not allowed to talk about the terrific guy. Come on, hold go. We gotta go. We gotta go because our guy's online.
1: So here's what we're gonna do, you guys. We're gonna play Jack Black Fowler by the Electric Radio Kings. D, I don't know if you can hear me or not. Scott, you can hear me, right?
4: Yep, we're ready to rock.
1: Oh, she says she's got it. All right, so what we're going to do is on Enjoy, we'll play it, and then as we play it, we'll call our guest Yuval David. All right, everybody, this is the Electric Radio Kings, their brand-new single, Jack Black Flower. Enjoy! Yeah, I think we're back, right, you guys?
4: All right, yes, yes, indeedy, we are live.
1: All right, everybody, that was Jack Blackflower by the Electric Radio Kings off their new album, Purr. You can get it on all the digital download sites. And before we start talking to our first guest, we want to make sure we can hear him. You've all, can we hear you? Say something.
5: Uh, something. Okay. <laughs> that was big of you. <laughs> hey, I, I take direction very well. You told me to say something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Introduce me so I can get, right. get
1: into this one Alright everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell The incredibly handsome and talented Yuval David Hello and welcome to the show Wow, thank you for having me and thank you for the, the compliments That's nice
5: on such a hot schmitzy day in New York
1: There you go, let me introduce you to everybody First off, let me introduce everybody before you start talking nope. yeah, Let me introduce my cool outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell
2: May I speak Ron to you. Russell. Yes. May I speak <laughs> to you? Yes. Meanwhile, I really think you are a horrible human being and I hate you and I'm not <laughs> doing an interview with you because I will kill you for that apartment. I'm sitting here <laughs> drooling, fainting, quelling and dying because I would I would move back to Manhattan in a one second Boy, if I could are, have that apartment.
5: and drooling over my apartment or yes. Jimmy was saying I, I look good and you're just talking about my... No, own.
2: no, no, no. Listen, if you come with the apartment, that's an added feature. But without without you, <laughs> oh, i still take God. the apartment. I'll even take your Art- husband the lawyer. I don't give a shit. But, you know, <laughs> I I, I could have bought Shirley McLean's duplex apartment in Sutton Place. And why didn't you? Wait, wait a minute. 30 years? Well, because it was $450,000. And on those days, that was an outrageous sum of money.
1: And now it's forty-five.
2: dollars <laughs> It's uh, a mean, lot and, more outrageous. A big apartment, and Shirley was a slob, which I knew Shirley anyway. She had newspapers piled up on chairs. She was really a like a pack rat.
5: Did she ever read your palm?
2: Shirley read my palm? Absolutely not. She, we did other things together because we transcended, and we believe in aliens. So we talked about our ancient alien relatives and stuff. I like Shirley McLean. I spent a whole afternoon with her in uh, um, Malibu in the colony. I sat on sheepskin furniture, which made wow. me nervous. All sheepskin, all her furniture is covered in big pieces of skin. Hang on. We have to finish <sighs> introducing everybody. Oh, go introduce. So here we've
1: got, uh, first we've got our engineer who is in Wellington, Florida at the W4CY studios. God, I had a brain fart. Danielle, Danielle, say hi to you all.
3: Hello, hello, hello. Okay, I, good yeah, you heard yeah.
2: her. Now, Danielle, if this one was straight, what would you do with him? <laughs>
3: I played the fifth. Can you guys still not hear me?
2: No, we can hear you now. Oh, thank answer God. My, answer my question, you refugee.
3: <laughs> I would respect the fact that he's married.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, stop! And, yeah. it. Since when did that ever stop?
1: That know? usually doesn't stop her. But let's go to let's go to Philadelphia. where
2: we've got the incredibly- oh, you know he
1: reminds me of a friend of mine.
5: Bob. We have
2: my friend Bobby Sabatino could be his brother. You're not Italian, are you?
5: But <laughs> but, but Bobby Sabatino. I mean, I I would talk like this to like be related <laughs> to the Sabatinos. <laughs> You know, yeah, let me right. tell you a story about the Sabatinos. The Sabatinos—that's <laughs> how they spoke from, from from Brunswick. I mean, you know, like you got—who doesn't know the Sabatino family?
3: Ron, but my uh, what, honey? my jaw did drop when I saw him. I was like, oh my God, he's gorgeous. And then I saw the wedding band. I'm like, ah, it's a sad day for uh, a honey, girl. Honey, I don't yeah. think
2: the wedding band's gonna spoil the romance. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Yeah, because you're totally straight. You're straight. He's, he's not been, into fish. He's he's
4: not
5: I, <laughs> I get that. I mean, but You're making assumptions. I'm very much the Q of the LGBTQ. Oh. I know. mean, I'm married, though, and monogamous, but.
2: <laughs> wait a minute. You're no schmuck either. You married a lawyer. That's no. how come you got an apartment like that? No. If you would have married a truck driver. He has driver, been acting. Wait a minute. If you would have married a truck driver, he'd be on Third Avenue, you know, two rooms over a grocery store.
5: How, <laughs> how, how do you know this? You should because talk like to a financial him. advisor. He's very good, by the way. Yeah, okay. He's a good financial First advisor. of all, though, hold on. we got to finish wait, introducing him. I can't
2: breathe from this apartment. I know, but we have to I stop. Have to leave the show because no. the apartment's upsetting me. <laughs> Listen. So hold on. We've got nausea. other people to introduce him to. I'm so nauseous, we Say right hi there.
1: to Scotty J. He's in Pennsylvania. He's our videographer.
2: Hi, Scotty
4: J. Hello. This has become quite the pedagogic interview. I'm really looking forward to this.
1: <laughs> yeah, he uses the new word, <laughs> which we don't even know what it means. <laughs> it means licking feet. And then we have, and then we have a chat room with people all over the country. Uh, so just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, chat room. And Eileen is watching us and texting me. So say hi to Eileen. I, I not only
5: will I say hi to I- Eileen, I'll, I love Eileen. She's, she's I've one of sure. those fabulous people. Who you right. f- after you're with her, you feel like you just licked an elect- electric socket. I mean, she has so much <laughs> energy. She's, she's an amazing, wonderful person. I swear she's, she's
2: my best, closest, and dearest friend for a long time, and we love her. And she's in a romance right now that I'm not allowed to talk about because it's going to be uh, the, the the biggest gossip when it breaks. When the news breaks and who she's in love with or having an affair, almost having an affair with, it's going to go all uh-huh. over the country. There you go. A big but, name. But in I'm the meantime, not allowed to say he, anything. He Meanwhile, say anything. Eileen's nipples are on fire now because she's afraid that I'm going to use his name. No, she's
1: not. She's saying ah too. She said ah on his response. Meanwhile, so first wait,
2: of all, wait, wait, wait. She cute. says she loves you both. I love her. I got to ask Cute Face a question. How many square feet is that apartment, Maricon? Maricon. <laughs> how many? <laughs> how how many square You're
5: feet? Gonna... Is,
2: how many square feet is that apartment? Kill me. Shoot it's, me right. It's,
5: it's it's a good amount. I'll tell you after the interview.
2: No, tell me now. <laughs>
5: Please, I have to know how many square
1: feet I can't breathe. He's just going to go kill himself. <laughs>
5: no, I, how many- I, I, I adore you so much, and you have good hair and a great shirt. I wouldn't want you to kill yourself. I'd want you to live. Wait so. a minute.
2: Is that, if that apartment's more than 2,000 square foot, I'm jumping out a window. Yeah. We live on the ground floor, so don't worry if he
1: jumps out. Nothing will happen.
2: <laughs> is, your apartment, is your apartment more than 2,000 square feet? <laughs> shot. I lived on Seventy Fifth and Third. I had an apartment that went from the front of the building to the back, twenty-one hundred square feet, marble floors, Cheryl, uh, what's her name, Crate, whatever. It was, bathrooms. My apartment was gorgeous because it was owned prior by an interior designer whose husband died, and she moved out, so we moved into all this luxury, and that was offered to me for about three fifty. And I said, they're out of their minds with these prices. Oh, and yeah, too bad. In fact, Two bedroom, twenty one hundred square foot, seventy fifth and third. that's amazing. That apartment now is going for about eleven or twelve million. Oh yeah, at, at at least easy, easy. But this was the days when New York real estate was a lot of money. We thought, you know, it had just come up from thirty thousand. You could have gotten a one bedroom on the East Side apartment for thirty five thousand. And yeah. then suddenly it went to 400000 That's a lot of money.
5: Oh, no. I, New York real estate is insane. I felt like I finally adulted when buying in New York City. Um, it's very stressful. I mean, I, it's probably part of why I work so much. No, I work so much because I love what I do. But it's segue
2: in segue in it's a good segue
1: no no. hold on because everybody you're talking about everybody because the chat room everybody's talking about how cute you are so he looks like he's 20 he looks like he's 21 years old but his first but his first film credit is in 1992 which means he's been acting for almost 30 years um so like he's definitely like older way older than he looks
2: (laughs) that's because we go we go to the same doctor in new york yeah we have you know, it's the, the doctor
5: love. Doctor love keeps you young. Now, so the, the first, first your time husband, wait, your you husband get married, you? ring shot one more time. Oh, married mean. ring shot. We're married now. Wow, he... well, look at that gorgeous ring. Put it closer to the camera. Closer. Oh, closer. Oh my God, that's diamonds
2: cute. for days, honey. Are <laughs> diamonds forever? Oh, actually, Dave Dave
1: Hughes is the only one in the chat room who didn't say you were cute, but he's straight and he's from England.
2: (laughs) He
5: wants to bang
2: every You know, Dave,
5: what what if I talk like this for Dave? Dave in England. You know, it's all right. I've been in London quite a bit. (laughs) <laughs> no,
2: but he's
1: from, he's Australia. No, he's from. No, he's not.
2: Oh, he's in London. He's in the UK. Yes. Oh, okay, you got right accent.
1: Wait, because the first time, so like <clears throat> Eileen, Eileen was with Yuval at Tomas Donker, who we had on the show two weeks ago's concert, he's and Eileen hands 30. me the phone. She she calls me and she hands me the phone. Says somebody wants to talk to me, and he was talking in his Jewish. Uh, accent in his like super heavy hardcore and i'm sitting there trying to figure out who it is i'm like is this billy hess i couldn't figure out who it was give us a little bit of your like fabulous accent Oh my God! Which one did I give you? No, I think Eileen gave me the telephone.
5: I picked up my iPhone, my her <laughs> iPhone, and I'm like, "This is Jimmy. Jimmy, we haven't seen you in show for a long time. Are you very feeling? I'm very concerned over here, Jimmy.
2: So, you shouldn't be so shy about it already. You know what I'm telling you, darling." Darling, if you go downtown and you go to the deli, you know Schwartz's deli. uh, Schwartz, 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 Schwartz's deli. He'll give you, he'll give you a nice deal. And you know,
5: and you always get a nice little uh, cup of tea with every pickle. It's a good thing. Look at the
2: pickle. The pickle is good. Yes, the pickle. Yes. Anyway, listen now. We, now, I can't get over that. Can we? Can you go sit against the blank wall, please? No, I can't. I to kill myself. Okay, I'm we'll looking at, the, at his dining room chairs. I'm counting them. I know how many <laughs> chairs he's got, and that tells me how big the dining. Get your arm. Down, because <laughs> smack you. No, don't do that. I'm going to kill you. Now I'm looking at the sofa with the lamp. I love it. it I mean, I'm looking out the window. Three big fucking windows overlooking wait, 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 where you guys are where in where in california are you palm springs, springs. fairyland do you oh. know
5: richard and lane in palm springs mm-hmm. richard and lane rich no. the couple, they're a fabulous couple they actually help they're great friends of mine they helped configure the room they're like the the biggest queens in palm spring they're fabulous people amazing where, do you,
2: get, you where should, do you get the nerve to have three windows in a row you know what that means in new york three windows in a row I'm gonna move it's, to a blank wall. You're gonna make me move to a blank oh, wall. Oh, it's yeah. that is my apartment in New York that I talked about had a kitchen window. Friends would come over and say, Oh my god, you have a kitchen window. Oh, that's so wonderful. It's like a big deal. Here in Palm Springs, we're surrounded in glass, overlooking palm trees and swimming pools and mountains, and nobody you, gives you a
5: shot. You moved somewhere beautiful. New York City's a bit crazy. I have a love hate relationship with New York.
2: Um, I love I love New York.
1: I'm a native. Tell us though how much you like France in French, because Eileen told me that I have to hear you do a French accent.
5: Uh, no, it's a problem, you know, because uh, my my French. I played many when I lived in Los Angeles. I was um, playing a lot of uh, French characters, but uh, one thing that happened, it was all of a sudden, I was uh, referred to as one of the uh, top uh, young uh, French actors. In Los Angeles, but the problem is, I'm not really French. I can, uh, I can fake <laughs> it really good, hein? you know. Very good. You're you very have a, good a wonder, with the accent. Wonderful
2: ear for accents. Now, tell me, you act. <laughs> 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 that even got him
1: laughing.
2: <laughs> this is a fun show. We do this, ask crazy questions. This
5: is fun. Hey, where'd you get this palm tree? And 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 flamingo shirt.
2: I got it for my daughters for one of my birthdays. I think last year's birthday. Uh, what's the brand? I like it. I don't know. What's the brand? Cactus Man. I think Macy's had it. I think it's Macy's. Uh, C- I don't yeah. think they have it anymore. Like 35 bucks in Macy's. It's a t-shirt. A pullover. It's great. I just got into uh, uh,
5: Mr. Turk. That's this shirt. Mr. Oh, yeah, Actually, that's, in- that's Trina the Turk
1: start- for men, right? We have a Trina Turk sh- store here for men. It's, I
5: think it started in,
1: in Palm Springs. It's yeah, like- it started in Palm Springs. Unfortunately, Mr. Turk died last year. I know. Um, it was really unfortunate, but the clothing line he is died, awesome. He died
2: from queen poisoning. And, and
1: basically, now that we know that, that you can wear that, we know that you have a great body because only people with a great body can wear Mr. Turk because, like, mm-hmm. anybody else, if you have a, any fat on you at all, the shit doesn't fit.
5: Well, that, that, that's the shit. <laughs> the shit does not fit. I want to know, <laughs> if, I want, I want to know what if it Josh does not is. fit. The shit doesn't fit. You must have quit. Um, no, I, I do. That's why I do CrossFit. I um. I go to this CrossFit gym five or six days a week because, uh, I don't know. I love to eat and my metabolism ain't what it used to be. That's so so that, gonna,
2: I have to call my friend up who who is a drag queen and he has these wonderful corsets made. I'm going to go to his corset lady. and I'm serious about this. I'm having a corset made. My body is skinny all over except for my middle. It's middle aged spread. And now I'm ready for a corset. The only problem is when I squeeze in my waist, my tits are going to bubble over it.
5: But then you might have to do some drag. It'll make your boobs delicious. It used to. I
2: did drag for 45 years. (laughs) Please. Don't get back. But get back with it. No, no, I I impersonated Jane Russell, who was also my dearest and best friend. And I did it for years and years and years. Now let's see if he knows. Do you know who Jane Russell is? I do, of course. I was, I, I
5: was very much into uh, old Hollywood. I mean, I, I I grew up with all of the movies at home, and all of the Nick at Night. I uh, and TNT used to play. You remember TNT? That yeah,
1: Turner, sure. I Turner, can go back something. further. No, it's TCM. Turner Classic T-CM. Movies. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about, TCM, Turner Classic. That's all he watches practically is Turner Classic movies and ancient
2: aliens. Because (laughs) all my friends are on Turner Classic. I don't know people of today. But um, years ago, there was a program called The Late Show on Channel 2. And they showed all the old movies, which were not so old back then. Uh, I grew up on it. My mother was a silent movie actress. My father was a set designer. So I lived in the world of make-believe and theater. That's yeah. why I am the most honest person in the world, because I wanted to be the opposite of all the people I met. I didn't want to be like the show off phony, neurotic, insane, insecure assholes that think that being an actor is going to make their life wonderful.
5: Well, you know, that that's one of the big differences. Uh, other than my acting work, I do teach workshops every once in a while, and I encounter some actors who call themselves actors, but haven't done the work. And many of them would rather be celebrities than be actors. And those are two very different things. Yes. I think based on what you just said, it, it that resonates for me because the people who are the most talented and the most de- dedicated are actually the most kind. They're just really genuine. They don't have to push what they're doing because they will chase after what they're doing whether you appreciate it or not and i find those to be the easiest people to be around we talent. No, we have it's no. all
2: about it's about talent we have Wait, anyway, um, hang on if you have real talent and you're secure in your talent and you know that if you're like i know i'm, I'm i have to play a sergeant now at my age i thought jesus christ in a movie coming up and it's going to be a mean sergeant and i thought Jesus, I'm really old to be a sergeant in the army. Wouldn't they have retired me by now? And the guy that's doing the film said, no, Ron, you look young and you're perfect for the part. But what's most important is I can play the part. Right. Which most people can't. Today they read lines. Do you know that? In the movies we see, there's a lot of line reading. They've taken away acting. They've made it realism. You can lay in bed now and do a whole monologue for an hour, and that's supposed to be interesting. But in our day, you saw a beautiful woman dressed up, gorgeous, laying in a bed in a negligee doing the same lines, and it was beautiful. So realism is nice. Let it stay in your house. Let it stay in your life. But don't put it on the screen. You we go to the I, movies to be entertained.
5: I... I I both agree somewhat, but I also disagree. I think one of the most beautiful things in acting, especially acting today, is the exposure of vulnerability with the, in the most subtle, nuanced version. Now, because of technology, because of cameras, we can get the camera so close in that we don't need to see anything grand we want to see the genuine performance in that person where it almost seems like it's not a performance Those here's are, the difference yeah, wait on a second, on, on.
2: Wait. if they shot the wizard of oz with judy garland as you're saying it would oh, no, never it would, have but you, never would have worked uh, so what i'm saying is you go to the movies to be entertained not necessarily be brought back into reality you know like my favorite show on television is law and order with with, with mariska and I love the show, but it's a little too realistic for me. Especially they shot it in Astoria, where I'm so familiar with. Um, it's kind of not even. It's almost like it's document document uh, what's documentary the word? Documentary. A documentary or the the evening news. There's a difference
1: though between what you guys are saying because because we do a lot of independent films. I work and a lot, a lot of those people a lot of those people really don't act. You by looking at your resume, you know, you're in like big things with huge actors and stuff like those are people who really know how to act. So they're not reading lines, you know, but when you do a lot of these independent films that are made for like, you know, $300,000 or something, a lot of those people really do not know how to act and they're just like walking through it and it's terrible. So so what he's saying is correct and you don't have an experience with it because you don't
2: do those shitty movies. <laughs> Stop our friend's producer. I know, but you don't do crappy you know, movies. No, I do a lot of those movies because they're friends of mine and they ask me to come in, and that's why I do them. But if I don't know someone and they send me a script and it's a $2 movie, I decline. I, I well, can't be bothered.
5: Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I'm, I'm, I actually do a lot of indies as well. I I am a content creator. I, I. Whenever I'm not working on a television show or a movie or doing voiceovers or speaking engagements, blah, 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 whatever it is I'm doing... I'm trying to create as much content as possible. I'm so hungry to create. And because of that, I collaborate a lot. And when working or when even producing my own low, if it's a low budget content, it really tries to focus on the character because it's not a Wizard of Oz or some giant Hollywood movie with explosions. So it has to, the characters and the script have to be so compelling and simple. And I actually love independent films when done right. Right. When done right. That's it.
2: When a person gets a script and they read the lines, they lost the move, the the moment. You have to have character development. You have to work on that character. You have to know, as you said, the, the little things that make the character happen. Bring that to the screen. Then you've got acting theater. Oh, for sure. But most of them just stand there and they read lines. And I think it's, I mean, like, or they have their aunt in the movie or their best friends in the movie, or the doorman happened to be there and they say, would you like to be in our movie right now? And that's not professional, you know? Actually, actually see, so but that's, it,
5: that's why Ron uh, and Jimmy, that's why I only have talented friends. Because if I'm going to pull my friends in, I was like, my friends have to be cream of the crop. Otherwise, why should they be my friends?
1: But you said something there that you're a content creator, and, and we should say, because you have a, a very interesting YouTube page. Um, hey, what's, it's it, very, what's his
2: credits? You like to do credits.
1: Hang on, wait. we'll do credits in a minute. He's got a YouTube page where he like does kind of like uh, Yuval on the street type things, and he goes out on the streets of Manhattan. He did one where he just went to random people and asked them if they wanted to be in a movie, and it is hilarious.
2: Is this that guy we were talking about? No, you
1: don't know him, because you the just met the him. guy we
2: were talking about that goes out on the street with a mic? Oh that's Johnny on the I forgot the
1: guy's name. That guy's got 3 Emmys. The, the, Billy huh?
2: Billy on the street. Yeah, Billy on the street. Um so oh. but
1: yours is yours is very entertaining cuz you have another one called What Makes You Beautiful and then you have another one an immigrant on a New York subway and he's screaming out on the thing, you know, trying to see if he can marry somebody for his citizenship and they're filming on it's hilarious. It is so much fun and they get tons of hits. And and that's creating content that's really fun it shows a lot about your personality and all the all the people that you're like working with and it's very different from being on madam secretary or something you know so you're creating so great you do content what i
2: do you, i basically do that whenever i go anywhere i interview people all over 10 minute interviews with my cell phone and i ask questions i mean cloris leachman was the best i interviewed her three times the Got third you. time the, she's the third a ti-
5: person She's Listen,
2: the third time I went to interview, I went to the hotel room and all the furniture was out in the hall. And they threw her out of the hotel. What? And I said, "Cloris, what happened? She said, well, I was re- taking all the, what's it, Feng Shui? Oh. Feng Shui, yeah. yeah. She was doing Feng Shui and she threw all the furniture in the hall. <laughs> so, so they threw her out. She's the craziest lady, but I love and adore Cloris. So when you have characters like that that you interview, you really have a good interview. Worst she- interview of my life was Cliff Robertson. I wanted to kill myself on the set.
5: But but it's like when you're talking about interviewing the right people. It's the people who are uh, comfortable in themselves and have confidence, but not arrogance. Huge difference between confidence and arrogance. A confident person you can put into almost any environment, and they can blossom there. And if they don't like it, then they just leave the environment. Right. Absolutely. So, so like, that that's like the the types of interviews you're talking about because I've seen a lot of yourself. stuff. Um, the, the most colorful ones are the people who you feel like you could be in, in uh, a, a slum with them or at a fancy restaurant with them or in Palm Street. It doesn't matter where you are because you're ingrained the, the, and engrossed in that person.
2: The true definition of sophisticated is a person who can be in the dumps of the Bowery, the height of Manhattan, with the president, with the queen. That's true sophistication when you are able to adapt for all the different people without showing snobbery, dislike, or or goofing. You know what I mean? That's well, what I call.
5: And and I, I I love that. And I'm in I'm going to, to to run with that definition. one of the big things in my life is the concept of inclusivity. It's it's the concept of the us we instead of the Except, us them. And that's something that yes. we more of in our political climate and our socio-political climate in this world. And, and that's also something I bring into a lot of the content I create. To, to make it about all of us. How can people resonate with a specific character, even if that character seems different than them? And that goes back to that, that vulnerability, that simplicity, that, that reality that you really connect to and can flow with. Um, so you, you mentioned some of my stuff like the one actor short, which we just filmed, uh, another one of them, uh, which has an LGBTQ twist to it, which I'm so excited to release this month, especially because it's world pride month. But I go out with a full crew, uh, multiple cameras, audio people, producers, I'm mic'd up. And I approach random people on the street and ask them if they would like to play a role in a movie. And in under 10 minutes, I improvise a scene with them. I guide and direct them through the improv because I also understand the editing and post-production process and what we ultimately need. And I let them shine and feel special and worthy of being in a movie. And the reactions we get are stunning. I remember the first one we did, uh, half of my crew... Just thought, oh my God, this is going to be so hard, Yuval, How are we going to get people to accept to do this? And we were getting people right and left, just interested in doing it. I, I Ron, you have to see, Jimmy, you watched it, Ron. I watched have, it. It no, was I fabulous. I don't really
2: watch much television because I go no YouTube. Thing. Go on YouTube. Oh, show me no. how. Yeah, I'll show, him. I'll to, show get, it to him. I know how it. to get on YouTube, but I swear to you, I'm not lying. My day is so filled with business. People think I just do this show and sit on my ass all week. Not true. I work with Jimmy. I work on my own projects. I've got a lot of things that I am not openly credited for. And he, doesn't, do. know how,
1: he doesn't know how to really go to YouTube and search no, it, but I, I will give it to. to him. I'm
2: on YouTube. It, I'm all I over YouTube. Me,
1: I will give it no, to him. because, like, I know you like, everything, everything that you've got going, like, because... Because when I saw all of that stuff, I was like, oh, my God, what a talented guy to to be doing such. And nobody else is doing the things that you're doing in the ways that you're doing them. You have another no, that's one. That's not called- true.
2: Years and years and years ago, Steve. You haven't seen it, so you can't say no, I, that. For, just, <laughs> no, listen, listen. Listen to me before I hit you with the microphone. <laughs> put you in the hospital, and I do the show alone, and then it goes to number one.
1: It already is number one. No, oh.
2: it'll go beyond number one without you. <laughs> Now, wait, we're married. We're allowed to do that. He's like, he's... Yes. We're married, so we're allowed to do that. No, because I watch all of it. I watch Billy on the street. Years ago, there was a comedian named Steve Allen. And Steve Allen was on black and white TV. And he had what is called the man in the street. And they used to send this guy out into the street to do the very same thing that you're doing. And those old bags out there my age, you'll all remember Steve Allen married to Jane Meadows, whose sister was the one from Jackie Gleason's show audrey meadows anyway it was called the man in the street it's been done before but it's never been done the way he's doing it i'm sure because he has the privilege now of being unscripted unfiltered back then and he's actually had to be scripted uh, he's so filtered. funny you are so funny it's not are even you funny. scripted and unfiltered
1: yeah he's scripted and unfiltered so then your show is fabulous. unscripted and unfiltered Unf- <laughs>
2: yeah. so it has to be very
1: funny no he has another show called pranks of kindness that they do, and then he has another show he was on, which I don't know how you were involved, but you did 85 episodes called What Would You Do, and, and, and that looks, I didn't, I didn't see any of that, I didn't see any of the What Would You Do, but you did 85 episodes, and I can assume, because I've seen shows similar to that, and I was even wondering if the shows I've seen similar to that might have been your show.
5: I don't know what if the shows you saw that were similar to it were my show because I wasn't with you when you saw it. I right. hope you're watching my show, but you know, a, a common theme in a bunch of the stuff that you mentioned is it, there's this element of improv. There's this, this element of risk within the performances, and that's something that excites me. I, I,
2: I love that. I love that.
5: Yeah, and, nice. and it's it's uh, when I was in high school, I started doing guerrilla theater. So not gorilla theater, but guerrilla theater where you create theater for an audience that doesn't expect to be an audience. And when I got an acting scholarship to college, uh, I continued to dive deeper into the isms, into expressionism and Dadaism and futurism and how to do art that is the anti-art. How to bring art to people who don't feel like they're connoisseurs of art, but ultimately, ultimately make them connoisseurs of art because they're absorbing it. So that was before you know, we had these devices and the cameras that we can when it was not as easy to film. And I would produce full-on productions in different areas in Washington, D.C., in New York, and Los Angeles. And Uh, that kind of continued throughout my career. And it continues with the content that I create now because if I'm not on set for a little chunk of time, I'm going to see, okay, these are the amount of days I have available. What can I actually film in these days? And a lot of it is going out onto the streets of New York where I live because of New York laws. As long as you don't put a tripod down, you don't have to get a permit. And if it's in public and your cameras are exposed, it's, it's fully legal to film. So I understood that and I said, okay, I understand the rules of filming in New York. What can I create? So uh, pranks of kindness, how to do these prank videos that are kind in nature, to do a one actor short, like we discussed, to create a film on the streets of New York, or to do these man on the street interview bits to interview random people. And because it's New York, sometimes these random people are these incredibly accomplished people. Um, And it, the goal is to create content that has legs, content that could easily be picked up by a network, content that can be absorbed by family audiences, by kids, by, by single people, by older people, but, and to give something for all of them.
2: Um, I agree. I and I, I, if you've seen some of my shows, you know that I am immoral, but I'm very moral. I may curse and say crazy stuff that shocks people, but there's always a bit of morality underneath it. There's a message. I always educate because people have re- written to me, fans, and saying, Ron, you're crazy, but I agreed with what you said here and I liked what you said there. And like just the other day, I said, water seeks its level. And so many people haven't heard it's, that expression. It's a,
5: bad, it's a good expression.
2: But they were shocked because, and people say, I'm going to use that expression. It's as old as the hills. So, yes, what you're doing is you're teaching people in a roundabout way. What you want them to know without preaching or lecturing. It's right. fun. It's entertainment. And that's what counts. It's very when, entertaining. When you can entertain people and educate at the same time, then you've got it made. And, I, and I'm just like you. There's nothing better than, than wild people in live, I love it. I, 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 mean, love I hate I anything. I you know, I just finished a movie where I couldn't remember my lines, and I told the director that the lines stink. Can I use my own lines? They're much better, they're much funnier. <laughs> you know well because it, so you know you have to really uh, when you are like you, we are it's very difficult to be compounded to be put in a box or to be narrowed down because i'm so big and spread out in personality as you are uh, you can't contain us with the with the boring line <laughs> Think depends on what it. he's in. Though. I mean, seriously, if you're in a movie and they give you a real jerk-off line that you want to vomit from, I mean, are you going to say something to the people like, "Hey"?
5: It, it depends on it depends on whom, because i I've, I've had experiences with that when it's. When it's not an environment where I can say, hey, can I change this line? Sometimes those lines have to be what they are. So then the onus is on me to make the line work and to turn my actor choices into character choices. So if I'm like, oh, my gosh, this line is direct, then I use that as a character choice because maybe my character then doesn't want to justify that sentence. So it's about the energy I put in or it's the art of the throwaway line, which is like oh yeah, whatever you do that. You just
2: throw I I did a film way back that I didn't care to mention, and I played a cop from uh, Brooklyn who moved to Pittsburgh so he could push people around. He was a nasty, really nasty cop. And I have a wonderful antique Brooklyn accent because I'm 79, and there aren't too many people that have my accent anymore. They're all dead. Uh, So, you know, the first generation from an Italian family, you have this wonderful accent because your father had an accent, and growing up, you've learned the accent from your father. Right. So one of the lines, I think I'm make, I'll make this up, was I'm a nasty cop. I think I'd better go now. That cop would never have said that if you put a bullet in his brain. Okay. <laughs> the cop would have said, hey, I got to go now. That's exactly how he said it. And, that, and, if, and the, the writers get upset because they're young and they don't know the way people spoke years ago. They weren't here. And in the movies, they did terrible Brooklyn accents. I mean, I cry from some people's Brooklyn accents. They're, I mean, they're awful. <laughs> they don't even sound like they're from New Jersey. They don't even sound anywhere. So what do you think about that, my handsome one?
5: Um, I, I, I think it's funny, and what comes to mind is the power of manipulation, Right when you're talking to somebody who might not want to budge, it it's how you welcome them into your idea and make them feel like your idea was their idea, and then they change the line, and you don't have to tell them that you just manipulated them.
1: Yeah, uh, you're I, totally you're, you're a smart kid. fuck.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah, but some some of the dummies I've worked with they don't have that kind of brains. So you gotta really beat them over the head with a frying pan. No, it's your point across.
5: That's because you're, you're you know Italian first-generation American from Brooklyn. So you're like, already you you threatened to to beat your wife with this, you know. (laughs) Now you're talking about beating people with a frying pan. I mean, what's next?
1: I love it. I (laughs) want to go back to something that we talked about before, and then I want to talk about some of your credits. But before you were talking about there's a difference between people who want to be a celebrity and people who are actors. And um you know and people who are really acting and they study it and all these different things and and I just wanted cuz we interview a lot of people you know I think this is our 8th year I think I've interviewed so,
2: over 4000 Yeah
1: people. we we've got like thousands of and interviews over 4000 and we people. have we have a lot of reality show people who were nobodies who became instantly famous overnight and then you bring them on the show and then we've got people who've got academy awards and emmy awards and and are in really high profile like her- critically heralded things and And not to make a total generalization, but all the people who become that instant fame who are famous for 15 minutes are the arrogant ones because we were talking about you know being arrogant and the ones who have really accomplished and have I mean such a resume like you just want to faint because they've done so much legends. great
2: stuff I've interviewed legends. And,
1: and and those people they're like they're like you they're just like regular people they're nice they're appreciative to be having a terrific career they're having a good time they're nice to everybody and I think that the people who study their craft and are in this for the business part of it because they really want to they love it they want to be active they want to have a good career. Th- those people are way cooler than the and ones who just come is up. This a message
2: and... Jimmy's sending out to everybody.
1: Because uh, that reality show stuff doesn't last. And... No. Here,
2: here's something I'll, I'll give you with
5: that is, I very much understand the concept of branding. And I'm not one of those actors who will shun the discussion of a type. What is your type? What is your brand? Because ultimately we're creating a product and we're presenting this product And hoping that this product will be consumed, will be purchased, will be watched, whatever it is. So when people all of a sudden have some success that gets them into whatever letter lists celebrity, A to Z, it's then about what they do next. So some of the reality type stars, I hear you. There's a lot of arrogance. They think they're really amazing and that they deserve everything. But my question is, well, what have you done to actually deserve what you think you deserve? But it's the people who then recognize to use that to build the first platform and then build upon it. Oh, and there's those a lot are, of those, too.
2: And they're nuts. And they're nuts. Okay. They're crazy people. They are insane. They are <laughs> totally insane. No, not the ones who, b- who build something. West out West of no, 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 no. Not. Actors, I'm talking about that. Think who they are because they fantasize that they were in a film. You know, my first movie was with Sophia Loren and and Tab Hunter. Now, am I going to lie and say- Very
5: gorgeous and gay-friendly people. Or gay. Well Tab yes. <laughs> Hunter Tab Hunter was sure Sophia has part of that LGBTQ. There's no, no way that she didn't like play with all genders and sexes.
2: No, no, Sophia Loren, absolutely not. No, <laughs> Sophia <laughs> was a man. She didn't even want to marry Cary Grant because she knew he was gay. No, no, no. Sophia's very straight old fashioned Italian religious Catholic. I know her well enough to tell you that. But Tab Hunter was my lifelong friend. I was nineteen when I met him on set and we became friends for all all of our lives. In fact, Jimmy and I saw him two weeks before he passed away. Um, Yeah. And tab Hunter was to me, the model actor.
5: Yeah, he was for a lot of people. No, you know?
2: but he was gorgeous, but he never acted. He never referred to his work. He talked about horses. He talked about his friends. He loved Italy, his house up in Tuscany. He talked about everything in the world except business or Hollywood. He was the most modest, wonderful guy. He's the kind of guy that'll slap you on the back and say, hey, let's go get a beer. I mean, he was just, a ter- I, loved, I loved him very much.
5: Yeah, and the documentary, there, there's that... There- there's that uh, documentary that came out two years ago about him. Tab, yeah. yeah, Tab yeah. Hunter Confidential.
2: Yeah. Confidential, yeah. yeah. So yeah. also, I anyway, need Anyway, you- the point that I want to bring out is I could lie and say, oh, yes, my first movie, like this, we the attitude. Oh, what's your name again, sir? Who are you? Hello, you. I'm talking to you. You're talking to me? Yes, I'm most certainly talking <laughs> to you. Are you Don't, talking to me? I'm like, ah. do not, Do not be rude and ignore me now. What is your name, boy?
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: My name is Ron Russell. My first movie was with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter. I forgot to tell you, I was an extra. (laughs) Right, but you were. All right, but the the attitude is that's their movie. Right, we 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 all know those people. And I I mean, I
5: I'm doing this because I love doing this, and uh, my agents hate when I say I would do this even if I wouldn't get paid for it. Um. I, I have to do this. It's I'm an artist. I have to be involved in this, this process constantly, but I'm also recognizing that I'm always growing. I'm always improving. I'm a much better actor today than I was last year, than I was definitely, you know, thirty years ago and when 10 I was performing. Um so I, I'm not afraid of recognizing that. I've had some great performances and I've had some bad performances. Dogs.
2: Now, Lainey Kazan, who's a buddy of mine, love, love Lainey Kazan. Don't, you know Lainey? I, I know Lainey. Yeah, I know Lainey too. She's, She's the best. Cabaret She hasn't done it in a while. Well, she just did the purple, uh, onion, the, the, the purple, purple, room, purple here. room here in Palm Springs. Lainey uh, Kazan I, and I, both born in Brooklyn, we're both Jews and we're both uh, uh 79 years old. I so, you said Lainey, Italian. You never heard of an Italian Jew? I mean Ronzoni macaroni fiat. You want me to <laughs> put the li- re- Jewish Jew is a religion. It's not a nationality. I keep fighting oh, with people.
5: No, Jews is I believe that being Jewish is not just a religion but it's a it's a race. It's a nationality. It's No,
2: no it's not. I'm Italian 100%. Yeah. Uh, but Actually, a lot of people think what he thinks. Yeah, but that's wrong thinking because it excludes well, that's us. Wrong t- <laughs> it excludes us. My father was it's, Jewish. My mother was Christian. So, but, you know, but um, my father Japan. was from Italy. My father was an Italian Jew from Genoa. And, and there are more Jews in Genoa than in Venice. So Italian let me tell you Jews.
5: something. Uh, the, the Jewish history of Italy is an incredibly rich history. And the Jewish people of Italy are very different than the Ashkenazi Jews, the Jews of European yes. descent, Sephardic Jews yes. of Spanish descent, or the Jews of Africa and the Jews of the Middle East, the Romano Jews were a very uh, uh, were, were their own type of Jews, and it, it's an incredible history, which was really decimated by Mussolini when he sided with with Hitler and the Nazis, and the Greek Jews, and not only the Greek Jews, uh, non Greek people saved the majority of the Italian Jewish community by hiding them in boats and taking them to Greece. Yeah. It's an yeah. cre- incredible story. But on to the topic did of... You wait, hang on, hang on, did on, did you know me. that
2: Christopher Columbus was Jewish?
5: And that's why he fled in 1492. We all know what was happening in Europe. He had. Because
2: an- I, I was in his house in Genoa when I was very young. And in his backyard, there's a Star of David on a stone. So why would a Christian have a Star of David If he wasn't Jewish,
5: a lot of of Jews had to hide and and lie and say that they're Christians in order to survive. But I want to touch on one thing just uh, before we jump to a different tangent is, yes, Judaism is a religion. And there are some people who only see it as a religion. And that's correct. Judaism is also a nationality is also a race because Jewish people are genetically descended from. uh, Sorry, that's probably that's okay. Um, (laughs) It's going to be ringing like this. Cold you Go You roast. can
1: go get them if you need to get them and run back. <laughs> but it's
5: dry cleaning, it'll come in later.
1: So okay. <laughs> you
5: use, genetically, you can pop. Hold on one second.
1: That's fine. All right, everybody. Live
2: television. He's going to get his dry cleaning or ice cream or. That's such a New or York something. Thing. Everybody in New York has everything delivered. <clears throat> Nobody actually goes into stores and buys anything.
5: No, it's, because it's, who has time to schlep stuff? It's,
2: yeah, it's the most serviceable town in the world of service okay. is New York. He, he, here's this, here's, just let me finish
5: that one point. So uh, because Jewish people are an indigenous people to a specific land, to a specific region, uh, all of these different genetic tests show that the genetics of the Jewish people come from this one region, which ultimately means it is a race, it is a nationality. So... Yes to it being no. only a religion. Yes to it also being a race, a nationality, a culture, all of those things. And that's why we have Italian Jews and American Jews and Israeli Jews and, and Lebanese Jews and Syrian Jews and Chinese Jews and Ethiopian Jews. It's The history of the Jewish people is a history, is a story of a marginalized and a victimized people who kept moving forward because – that's
2: how life is. Life goes well, on. To, to, to give you a very quick little story about how horrific it is being Jewish in the United States of America, 1940 I was born, we were at war with Hitler. My father said to my mother, whatever you do, do not tell anyone that he is a Jew and that my son is the son of a Jew. Because we didn't know that Germany wasn't going to win in the war. We had airplanes flying over. My mother and father thought that we could have very well been bombed, and today we would be speaking German, and I would have been executed with my father. So people don't get it that anti-Semitism was back in my day here uh, in Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn, we were worried about dying from Hitler. Isn't that obscene? I mean, really ridiculous? You know
5: what's obscene and ridiculous, Ron, is that you're talking about it like it's ancient history. This is part of your life. This is something that's been part of your identity. And oh, yeah. we talk about it as if it happened then. But yesterday there were Orthodox Jews that were beaten up in the street and in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, because they're Jewish and there were people were yelling uh, epithets against them. We had the terrible shooting shootings. We have Listen. in Berlin, the, the people that are recommending for Jews not to walk around with head coverings and, um, we, we see anti-Semitism, whether Everywhere. it's or whether it's just always been here, when anti-Semitism is exposed as publicly as it is now, it's the canary in the coal mine. And that means that all of us need to stand up because when anti-Semitism is so open, it shows other social ills that are becoming worse. Absolutely. And, well, what
2: I think everybody should do is what I do. Wow. People assume, like you assume, that I'm an Italian Roman Catholic. So if I go to a party and the party is basically just uh, Protestants and whatever the the uh, <laughs> <laughs> your people, we're gonna, <laughs> you know, uh, I I have to announce somehow that I'm Jewish, part Jewish, because I don't want to hear the things they say, oh, that fucking Jew, you know, he's so cheap, he run that movie, that Jew bastard, you know, I don't want to hear that. And they, they're free to say that in front of me because they think I'm on their team. So I think what we have to do is start at home and teach our children that Jewish people are wonderful people. They're my favorite people, and I'm not being bullshit, I don't bullshit. When I lived in Boca, my best happy days was playing on down with the girls by the pool and playing uh, dominoes. Those women were hilarious. They were better than Joan Rivers. They were funny. Right. They were full of life. They were loving. Darling, come here, Ronald, darling. I love you. You're so sweet. They were just charming people. So when I hear of Jewish people being hurt or killed, <laughs> I get very upset. Because I take Jews over anybody any fucking day.
5: <laughs> no, I, I, I hear you. And I, it's very upsetting when uh, there are attacks on Jews and when people on the right and the left are criticizing Jewish people. And we've even been seeing it, even though I'm very much in the left camps. Um, uh, where people are criticizing and wondering how patriotic Jews can actually be, like we've seen publicly from certain politicians. It's very hurtful, especially because it seems like they forgot one of the major tenets, or the most major tenant, of Judaism is to be a mensch. It's to be a good person and to focus on making this world a better place. And that's across from ultra-orthodox Judaism to Reform Reconstructionist Judaism. It's part of the culture. It's part of the literature, and it's just it's it's a very sad thing. It, it, it's a religion of inclusivity, and and I I agree.
2: Are you Jewish? I'm very Jewish. Oh, are you from Israel? Now I'm going to, ha- wait, I'm going to hit you. Wait, wait, I, I can't lose the setup, but don't, you don't look Jewish. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> don't you love that one? But that. you don't look Jewish. <laughs> I know. So the, I love that one. Uh, I, I get that
5: regularly. And I have throughout my acting career where because I speak multiple different languages, including uh, Hebrew fluently and Yiddish fluently, I'll get sent in for these Jewish characters for these auditions. And the amount of times Where I know the character. I can play the character. But they say, oh, you don't look Jewish enough. Because in their minds, they have this Nazi era or European anti-Semitism. I need a nose and I need to talk. I need to come in and be like, oh, hello. I'm like, what? I, I don't know. Uh, most of the Jews I know don't talk like that. No.
2: So what is their, mo- Jew- their oh. mothers and fathers did, but the kids don't. Where were where my generation we- Jewish people talk that way? Where are you from? Like,
1: where were you born? Were you born in the United States? I was. I was born in Washington D.C. Okay. And
5: I'm, I'm a first generation that. American. My parents are Israeli, and my grandparents are Holocaust survivors.
2: Oh, good. awesome! Good survivors. Fantastic. I like survivors. All right. So let's go back to anyway, entertainment. Anyway, it's a very interesting. Conversation. See, our show Info- is, we're very diversified, Jimmy. We don't just talk about fucking neurotic people in show business. That you see them and you say, Hi, how are you? Oh my God, what did I do? I just asked them how they were. We're going to make such a mistake. Then for an hour, Oh, I'm fine. I just did two movies. I have one coming up. This producer I know has a scene for me. I thought, Oh, I'm going to shoot myself.
1: Some of the things you guys have seen, uh, you've all David in the past. First of all, like, how did you do guest hidden guest segments on 2020? That sounds like it would be so much fun.
5: Well, <laughs> oh, it was great um so that started because of the what would you do show which is produced by abc news because of that i then got onto 2020 doing voiceovers for them and some of their different segments
1: i think that They're is Arthur,
5: which is also produced by abc news
2: i want to change the subject for one quick second before i forget because i'm a little old we're going to be in new york the end of august we'd love to have lunch with you and oh, you got dinner,
5: <laughs> drinks, lunch, whatever. Course. Whatever. Well, we, Eileen we will have, be there with we, us. Yeah,
2: Eileen will be with us. We have a very tight schedule because they're dragging us out to Fire Island for three days. And oh,
1: well, I would so you guys could come with us for that, too. If you oh, might. I despise
2: <laughs> Fire Island. I yes. hate
1: it. Even if,
5: even if Eileen wasn't with you, I'd still want to join you. But now that <laughs> I is with you, I really Jesus. want to join you.
1: She's she. T- t- I just told her that we're going to add her to the call in like three minutes. We're going to call her and so she'll I, be on the I, screen know, with us but now.
2: Eileen I, I said to me, why don't you like Fire Island? I said, if you're single, young and gorgeous and you go in the meat rack, I, Fire Island's fun. But when you're my age and married, it's not fun because you sit there and you watch all the pretty boys having the fun. You
5: <laughs> so, know what I have to actually tell you? And I know we're going from serious to funny topics. That's what we, that's what we do here. Because, you know, that's the gay Jews. It's how we are. Uh, <laughs> here we are, darling. <laughs> no, but seriously, when, when I, I think I've only been to Fire Island maybe eight times or something like this. And I have some dear friends who live there who are fabulous. Um, but my first time going to Fire Island was uh, challenging for me because I know the history of the AIDS crisis and how Fire Island was like the ground zero. Uh, as a, as as a I was a a little tiny toddler in the eighties and a lot of my uncles, right? These dance partners of my mother, who's a dancer choreographer were dying off in the eighties. And I saw how the AIDS crisis truly affected our family where we lost all of these great family friends. And so I knew the history of fire Island. So I, when I went there, I really saw it through the eyes of the AIDS crisis that I understood. Um, and, and it truly I'm sure it's not fair to only think of Fire Island that way, but it's a big part of how I see and think about Fire Island.
2: Well, I was not a toddler when AIDS started, and a friend of mine was not feeling well. And he went to a doctor, and the doctors had no idea what was wrong with him. This is the onset of, of the virus. And he soon after died, and he's my best friend I grew up with as a kid. And I didn't understand what AIDS was, but when I did learn... I started Have a Heart. That's my company, my Have a Heart. You've heard of the the Big Benefit. Yeah. I ran it for years and now I gave it away about 20 years ago. I gave it away. I couldn't run it anymore. But we raised 150,000 or more for AIDS just doing drag shows. Amazing. So I loved how all the gay community came together and we all became one big family worrying about our friends protecting our friends teaching our friends and working hard for those that were less fortunate
0: so yes yes, it still
2: still exists aids is still around don't think it's gone away folks um it's a sin that homosexuals are considered not human and that it's okay if they die by certain christian groups well We'll you know
5: what somebody said to me the other day um So I I do a lot of advocacy work, and I'll put myself in the front lines to uh, advocate on behalf of the LGBTQ community and other communities, whether I'm part of them or not, from a humanitarian perspective and equal rights perspective. And someone said to me, um, you know what gay stands for? And and it was one of those Westboro Baptist Church people, just so you know who I'm talking about, said, oh, uh, what the happy, joyful? And he's like, no, got AIDS yet?
1: Oh, my God. That's so terrible. I've never even heard that.
2: said. I, I'm sorry you even told me that. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm se- very sorry because... That is terrible. I only have yeah. one thing to say to these people. Fuck you, drop dead, you <laughs> cocksuckers. That's all.
5: And so, so, so what, what I aim to do is, through my advocacy, is just proudly being who I am as... A gay, queer, Jewish, Israeli, American artists, you know, whatever parts of my... How
2: about just a terrific person?
5: Thank you. you can we just my we mom. Just,
2: agree with No, could we just do that? Because yeah, I re- have a, I have a thing when straight friends of mine say, Oh, Ron and Jimmy are coming. They're really nice. They're a gay couple. Oh
5: yeah. Yeah. Why, these why, are my gay. Why, why,
2: these are, why do I have to be a gay couple? Can't, can it be Ron and Jimmy are coming? They're really nice. Why the gay couple? Like are they announcing so that we could attack their husband? That their husbands think we want them, the big fat, <laughs> ugly, disgusting, it's, revolting pigs they are. It's,
5: it's, <laughs> they don't realize the, the, socialization that they have uh, been affected by that actually comes from a place of xenophobia of bigotry of racism of of homophobia like ignorance. The,
2: plain like, old they, ignorance but they ignorance. don't
5: they don't even realize it you know people used to say oh let's Jew him down or oh don't wear don't uh, say no, that but, like that's no. so gay of you
2: like that's no. really, when they're not only, even. Like, wait <laughs> only <laughs> stupid people said jew him down it is a phrase. But the correct phrase is, I will chew you down, C H E W. I will chew down the price, not J E W down the price. That's the difference. So the intelligent person would say, oh, that's very expensive. I'm going to chew you, chew you down, nibble you down. And that's where it came from. But of course, the assholes that like to do anti Semitic shit. Right. Did the Jew, 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 you just it. like Jewtown yeah. downtown? You know, no, this I an mean, Italian town, but I'm going to Jewtown. Uh, way it wasn't so pretty going to Jewtown. I mean, what's what's a Jewtown? <laughs> I mean, but really.
5: I, I, ultimately, one of the, the big takeaways that I'm getting from this conversation, which is refreshing for me, is we have to, we all have to boldly be good people, right? You have yes. to say fabulous, great, No, you didn't say fabulous, a terrific individual. We all have to be those terrific individuals, no matter who we are. But we also have to, have to be terrific and great individuals because of who we are, and welcome others into it. And when and we responsible our, for yourselves, yeah. And when we can do it and express that with our art, I mean that's just beautiful because we have this safe space—the performing arts or whatever type of art form—where we can we can express ourselves and we can express our thoughts and let other people look at it and take that art and make it their own. Right. An audience- only,
2: only if we have a right. good director.
5: All
2: right, so here's Allow, what allows. Hang us. on, you guys. Here's what we're well, waiting. I want to say one more. I would love this guy. I'm going to take him. I home. know we're not we're not
1: I, letting I, him go. I'm no, bringing Eileen love, into it. I love him. I Hold love on, him. okay. So you, so are,
2: you so are such an interesting guest. I never want you to leave. Seriously, I okay, hope so you. I hope, so hope, you, hope you don't have to hear hair
5: like that, Ron. It's really your
2: curl thing. Is I don't know. I don't even know what it looks like. I got out of bed.
5: Your hair is fabulous too, but the headset is smushing it down, and your Yes, the
2: headset smushes it down. So we got in. Very late last night, I had been drinking some martinis and I was hung over a little bit this morning and, and, and you woke me up. I really didn't want to do today's show. I told Jimmy, I said, Jimmy, I don't want to go to work today. I have no energy. I don't feel like talking. Boy, because did I change. Jimmy
5: didn't show you my videos on YouTube. No, I, no, I, I watched them all. I, listen, I watched I, them. I
2: intend to push and promote you on Facebook all the time. I think you're sensational. I think you're extremely intelligent, good looking. Where's the lawyer? Is he there? You keep looking to the right. No, I'm just. I feel a little shy. Listen, I show this clip to the to the lawyer. Hey, lawyer, you got diamonds here. Take care. (laughs) Don't don't screw it up because if you lose this one, you ain't never gonna get another one like this. So hold on. His Raymond lawyer. Hey, a to point be,
5: point I don't think you can tell, but I'm blushing now. So no, there you go. And I
2: think the lawyer should go down to the jewelry store, but preferably Tiffany's, and get him a lovely wristwatch.
5: Oh, I'm, I'm not such a fancy queen. <laughs> you I don't need fancy, fancy a good wristwatch. Shoes. I like, good. shoes. <laughs> I like shoes. I like shoes. Oh, wait. Are you telling that my. Husband is gonna have to buy shoes for you. <laughs> no. she oh, appreciates no. me. He has to go buy Jimmy some shoes. and oh, I love it.
1: So hold on. Here's what we're gonna do. First of all, you guys, I need you to do me a favor. We have a a, a fan slash friend who lives in Germany. She's just loving this whole conversation. She does all kinds of stuff for us. Um, she's fabulous. Her is name she is Jewish? B, her name's B Claudia. B, B, are you Jewish? No, I don't think she's Jewish. But her name's B
5: Claudia.
1: No, because if she's Jewish, so say hi to B Claudia. She must be there.
5: Hallo Claudia, sehr gut und äh, was machst du Claudia? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> she'll love it and then I you guys I picture you as a kid your mother must have been smacking you saying shut up and sit down you had to be on like me on all the time entertaining no my mother. mother's
1: like go put on a show do these accents for
5: my
2: me. mother too my mother too my so son is on. hysterical okay, Ronnie let talk let me go here hold <laughs> on
1: you guys so listen you guys can follow Yuval on Twitter it's at Yuval David you can follow him on Instagram it's Yuval underscore David underscore and his Facebook fan page is facebook.com slash Yuval David. Yuval David. There Jimmy you go. you spell his name. Y-U-V-A-L-D-A-V-I-D. B. Claudia just said thank you. What we're going to do now is we're going to add Eileen to the phone call so she can like uh-huh. talk with us a little
4: bit. Oh. So uh, Scotty J. Scotty J. This Woo-hoo. is the most pedagogic interview that I have ever seen.
2: <laughs> you know, you better find out what that <laughs> word means. I mean, it she, she likes feet or something. No, I looked it up. It has it's, it's, it's Pred- the
4: reference, teaching, the reference oh, to an educational like clip. Yeah, but a it?
1: reference to an educational clip. No, see, so there. Yeah, a reference the- to what? Education. What a stupid word! Yeah, it's,
5: <laughs> it's all about just uh, teaching concepts and theories. You see, so you all know. You uh,
2: knew what the word meant. Yeah, yeah he does. He's fucking he got like smart. a sixteen
5: hundred <laughs> on the SAT. <laughs> I didn't get a scholarship to college for nothing.
1: There you go. Hold on. So here we're gonna add Eileen. Go ahead and add Eileen. You have it right? I'm just it means gonna edu- add
4: her right on the fly. We don't want to play yeah. a video or anything. No,
1: we're gonna just add her on the fly. We'll we'll keep talking while yeah, you're getting her on the line. On, it, mean, are, it means education wait, and media. Uh, Eileen, come in a video. Come she's in. She's coming. Video. Yeah, she's coming. But no, no. He said we're gonna play. You know, we always play a music video when we like call no, somebody. But, but, we, but
2: since we're already listen, on the line, What's your name, Scott? Bring her in video. She is. He is you said no no Jim, I, mean, you I, don't think you, I think you need i to would never deny
4: you ron talk you
1: no no we always play a video when we call somebody he said you want to play a music I video maybe and you i should said
2: go no. to tiffany's and buy me that watch nah. we're putting up with you for eight years of marriage <laughs> i
5: think we could just watch a whole show about the two of you discussing whether it should be a video or a music or just i just
2: mean he, he turns my head around constantly makes me have to be a sugar. <laughs> What I'm, are you crazy? You are a sugar, no, Eileen didn't
4: answer, so I'm wondering if I have the I wrong ones.
2: A brazier broke, and she but knocked I, over the Should I call lamps.
4: Eileen?
1: I'll call Eileen yeah. now.
2: No, we're gonna get her through the system, and then we can see no, her. No, we're
1: gonna get her. Hang on.
2: I told you her bra snapped, and she knocked the lamps over in the bedroom. Uh,
4: oh, it's the you know but what? There's Eileen she's has- got two accounts. She's got two accounts. Hold on okay, now. Okay, go to the, Let's the other one. Significant sixes, like you know, that's uh.
2: Eileen Shapiro, we really shouldn't like. She's the least Jewish girl I've ever met in my life. She has a Christmas tree. <laughs> she doesn't do anything Jewish at all. I speak to her. I use, you know, y- y- words like, not Yenta, but get it, and stuff. Get it. Yeah, yeah. She has no idea what I'm talking about. It's hilarious. She's
5: more wait, a Christian. She's wait, she We have to That's not Eileen. Hey! Wait, what color is your hair today,
1: Eileen? It's always pink and blue. It's the same. It's always got pink and blue and
2: and, and yellow, purple. Maybe and... <laughs> maybe may some cum dripping from it.
1: What?
5: Oh, stop! I leave. <laughs> you have to turn exact. Uh, do a one eighty so the sun isn't directly in the camera. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yay!
0: There
1: we go. <laughs> and now make it so we don't see your hand. There you go.
2: Was, was that your okay, thumb? we away?
0: go.
2: <laughs> I wasn't sure. No, I, had was. a, I had to
0: escape from the kids because they just got home from school.
2: And I wasn't they, they, sure. They love
0: Jimmy. They think Jimmy's the most famous person in the entire world. Wow. I am, What's up, kids? They're smart.
1: <laughs> yeah, they <are> smart. <laughs> They're smart and wonderful. The only so ones I who go, think I'm I I are three years old. Hands.
0: They are the stupidest
1: I kids I've he,
5: ever met. He
0: was wearing a coat that matched my hair.
5: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Eileen, when, uh, when we got together, my, my jacket and her hair completely matched. I Actually, I just wore it uh, today as well, the same jacket. Is it cold? You have, a beautiful right? you, have a, you have a beautiful hairstyle, a beautiful face, and a beautiful personality.
2: She's oh, a,
0: so do you!
5: And a beautiful tree behind you. Look at this tree.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful bush. Everybody agrees. You,
0: I, I had a, I had a, like right outside. Because did
2: you just
5: say she has a beautiful bush? Is that what you yes. said?
2: Yes. Yeah. Everybody. I you gotta out. move your fingers because your fingers blocking the don't, picture. Don't, there don't, you go. Don't, 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 don't every? Doesn't everybody think you have a beautiful bush? She trims exactly, it well. So yeah, the bushes bush oh, yeah, always trimmed. <laughs> And now her bushes are going to get trimmed because she's expecting a very special guest. Oh, for no.
5: <laughs> he already was talking about this
2: special guest. Oh, wait, did I give it away? No. Sh- so I listen. didn't give it away.
0: Listen, all of you. So Ron and Jimmy are coming to Fire Island in August. Jimmy, pay attention.
1: I am paying attention. You can He's got all deficit. Right. So Ron,
0: Ron and Jimmy are coming to Fire Island in yeah. August. Okay? And I need you I need you to come.
1: Me? This
5: guy?
0: Yeah, You.
1: Yeah, she has a house with a bunch of bedrooms, so it's not like you've got to stay on the street. I'm looking at the calendar.
0: It has four bedrooms.
1: No, August what? Which date? We don't know yet. I don't know. What date you want us to come? What date? Give us some dates that
2: are good and we'll figure it out.
0: Into September, it's free.
1: Wonderful. Okay,
5: so we'll talk off offline yes.
0: yeah, off yes.
2: I, I prefer the pines to tell you the truth. The, the, <laughs> the, the Grove is a little sleazy and trashy <laughs> for me. We
0: like it that way, Ron.
2: I know, but I'm not that sort yet. Yes. <laughs> you. Ron you,
5: Ron is Ron is a demure wallflower.
2: No, um, no, yeah, right. <laughs> no, no wait money. a minute, hang on. Wait a minute. Eileen and Jimmy both said I am vanilla. And it I didn't vanilla. even know what vanilla. Meant. I had no idea what vanilla. Do you know what vanilla means?
5: Uh, very plain, very boring, regular. No, no when no, it comes, just, to- I
0: don't not think plain it's or boring, boring, but very regular,
5: very missionary. Sexy, sexy, All right, so Ron, here's something I'm going to add to there, saying that you're vanilla. Vanilla goes with everything. And did you know that now vanilla is more expensive than saffron? Then I say, take that vanilla and own it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> First of all, I thank have to, you. Thank you. Thank we have you. to thank Eileen for meeting you because yes. you're a terrific guest. You're a terrific guy. Um, you're a lot of fun. People in the I chat room absolutely you. love you. And uh Eileen called me after that she met with you and she's like, You guys are gonna love you, He is so much we fun. He, he can yeah. talk about everything. He's so much fun. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a great, great guest. You guys are gonna just think he's fabulous. And she was right. She's, wow, he's all
2: he's all personality. And if What I is need-
0: did I need him to the tell
2: you a story. Okay, he's gonna tell us a story. Eileen, did you ever see what the husband looks like?
0: I did, and and I'm what? gonna get into that right now. So oh. tell him tell him the story of your proposal, please.
5: You're at, oh so well, yes. First of all, my husband is tall and gorgeous. I've never been with a tall person until my husband, all of my boyfriends and girlfriends before Mark were all shorter than me. So this was like a, a new world. Like I learned how wonderful tall people are. I'm now apparently really into tall. Um, I'm six one. Wow. <laughs> I'm very tall. Uh, so another video that you'll have to see, which is also on my YouTube channel, is our proposal video, which has become one of the top proposal videos online it's this video that has built in the world it has um, millions countless views on YouTube the video has been ripped off of YouTube and shared in so many different places um, so we can't even follow it anymore where it's being seen but it's this surprise proposal video uh, when Mark and I met
2: within a month where well, we had you met where had you met oh, had you, you meet go. and where? We met on OKCupid, okay which is a dating site like Magic. Go away, go away. And, no, we did.
5: We met on OKCupid. Okay You're and Both me. of us got to a point where we wanted to be with the right person, and we're ready to be alone instead of being with the wrong person.
2: And, you hear that, Eileen? You hear that? <laughs> and um, keep,
0: keep going.
5: <laughs> and so we uh, so we met and and. I I just believe in the ma- magic of the world for me god is love god is magic god is that unknown um and the the, the this magic this god this world spoke to us in so many different a crazy and amazing ways where within a month we already knew that this is it this is a this is you know the Bashar. this is the the one and um within we got engaged a year later. We knew we wanted to get married probably five, six months into the relationship. Why did you wait so long? Good, good Look qu- what's
2: talking. Look what's talking. She just <laughs> said to me yesterday, I don't need to ever get married again.
5: <laughs>
0: well, let's so, see, we, but you
5: know. We we knew we wanted to get married, but there was no protocol. We didn't know who's supposed to propose to whom. I mean, if we know we want to get married, do we have to do the proposal thing. And we said, you know what? Let's not be too crazy and rush into it. Let's wait at least a year. And we, we have very full lives and very busy. And we love to travel whenever we can. And we have great family and friends. And he ended up surprising me with this proposal, which is – and he, he filmed it. Just because, you know, you film uh, family or, or life events. And uh, we put it on, on YouTube, on my channel – so our friends and family could see it, and then it turned into this crazy
2: viral. viral. No, wait a minute. Tell us. Th- tell it me already. Not- what it, What it, What? It, what was it? we're, we're dying out here in suspense. Come
0: on. Tell you tell have to
2: go not- on YouTube and see it.
1: No, I, but t- it was- tell me now. Tell us, and then we are going to go on YouTube and yeah. see it.
5: So go onto my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Yuval David. It'll be one of the main videos that you'll see there. It's on the list of my videos. Um, it, I think we called it surprise proposal video or something like this. And um, it, How long is it? How long of a video is it? it it's a short video, but it's, it's a video that will pull you in. It will draw 95 you Ninety five minutes. Yes, yeah, uh, it's short. Easy. It's a very short video so um, well, you're not going
2: to give us
1: a clue a hint now tell us what happened in was it was a though.
5: surprise i'll tell you this it's a surprise flash mob proposal video for about uh four months all of our family and our closest friends all knew about this other than me and there were people because i i like to cook a lot and invite people over for dinner and there that's were people, what i do who weren't coming over for dinner because they knew that he was going to propose and they just couldn't be in front of me. And for, for a, a couple months there, I was thinking, what the F like, are, do people not like me anymore? Like, why is nobody wanting to come over? Like, I don't get it. People just couldn't that's, be in front of me. That's because they knew the secret. They knew, they knew that, that he was going to propose to me. And then, uh, it was this amazing thing where all of these people were in on the secret and, I just had no clue. I was what's the song? I, what's the song for the flash mob? So there's this song that uh, we did a trip to Hawaii uh, where we were surfing and scuba diving because we like adventure sports. And we were listening to you know that Hawaiian singer is I z or
1: yeah
5: Kawa I'm mispronouncing his name. He has this song that's this like gorgeous love song. And we played it on repeat uh, the whole time. And then, we had another uh, the Bruno Mars song that everybody uses all the time for for proposals. I think I want to marry you, and those were the songs that were playing. And you, I'm not going to tell you anything else. Go to the video. Okay, youval okay. David,
0: I so, mean,
1: youtubecom slash david Everybody, <laughs> now listen to me. It's the most
0: romantic, cutest sentence. Be Claudia the- said wait. she
1: found it already. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> now, the <laughs> quiet, darling. Claudia, you can share so they'll see it. Claudia.
2: I want to sound like one of your Jewish aunts. Darling, did he do good with the ring?
5: Well, first of all, my Jewish, my Jewish aunts are both Israeli, so it would be, darling, did he do okay with the ring? And <laughs> the history of the ring is it's, um, I'm giving you that really up-close ring shot. Sorry if my hands weren't so nicely moisturized, but uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's <laughs> It's old, it's old gold, so there's no straight line anywhere in the rings. Right. It's all wavy. Um, and there are even bubbles in the gold, which is how you know that it's old gold. Right. And uh, on it, we wrote Anile Dodi Dodili, which is from Shira uh, Shirim, Song of Songs, which means I am unto my beloved and my beloved is unto me. And we he's a
2: very romantic guy your hubby uh,
5: he's romantic he's tall he's handsome he's smart he looks uh,
0: real sweet
5: he's he's he sometimes and wait a minute and he's you and like he, so sweet too sweet too sweet where I think do I really deserve this like
2: oh stop don't ever say that no never, I mean, just, never say that you deserve more than him forget about it I, I, never I, never less than him more than him did you I, have a I Jewish mean, wedding?
5: yeah well, he's also, my husband uh, is Catholic, and we weren't able to have a Catholic priest there because the Catholic Church uh, does I- not uh, approve of.
2: Do you love it? Do you love it? Do you love Catholic? priests they're big queens he wanted to marry your husband that's why he didn't come he fell in <laughs> love with your husband when he saw him the big old well,
5: everybody falls in love with my husband when they meet No, him. the priest so,
2: i'm talking about the priest didn't So we go had a wedding uh, oh,
5: okay. we had mind. a rabbi officiate the wedding and we had a uh, an ordained minister who's half catholic half jewish i call her a catholic, catholic jew she's a cashew and, um, <laughs> she's a, a half a bagel. Cashew. Yeah, <laughs> no, re, re, Hep, uh, half a bagel. Reverend Lisa Bansavage is the cashew, the fabulous minister, who actually she used to be an actor, and we used to do theater together, and she's been a lifelong friend and now is this phenomenal, magical, beautiful, ordained minister. And we had Rabbi David Dunbauer, who's a fabulous gay rabbi, and both of them are very outspoken with the good energy, with their their inclusivity, and they just fit us. So there was no other choice for anybody else to be the minister's officiator in our wedding.
2: Aww. Our wedding was very good, except my water broke, and we had to go back home. <laughs> 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 right, Eileen? Got- I got married in City Hall with Jimmy. I didn't Jimmy want got anything... Pregnant? I didn't want any kind of ceremony because I had been married before with a woman, and once before with a man, so I figured four four marriages already is enough. I didn't want any more marriages. But I was good.
5: I I, I hear Uh, what you're saying, Ron, but for this, this was our first wedding. Yeah, you should. I'm also very, and have been active within LGBTQ advocacy and speak on Capitol Hill and for multiple LGBTQ organizations, and it's never been beyond me. What a gift, what a right that we have, that we're able to get married. That, From when I met Mark, it was at a time when we would see gay couples, where gay marriage was being spoken about. And within the first, uh, within the first year, half year of our relationship, gay marriage was legalized. So we actually we went. We had remember, that wait, ability remember? to say, you know what, we can
2: get married. Yes. But well, wait a second. It's, it's completely normal. Remember one thing. You're standing on our shoulders. 100%. Because we've been fighting for this since I was a teenager. Yeah. yeah, Equality of any kind. And it took 50, 60 years for it to happen, which is Eileen actually met the guy who got it passed.
1: Right, Eileen?
0: I did. Alfonso David got it passed in New York. He wrote the law.
1: And what we happened? lived in we lived in Pennsylvania, and we drove to New York City to get married at City Hall because we couldn't get married in Pennsylvania. You no, know,
2: also I wanted to be married in my hometown. of But New we York. couldn't get married in Pennsylvania. No, but I don't care about that. I that was never <laughs> in my that, mind. But you, I, you
5: mentioned you you mentioned something really important of standing on the shoulders. You know, it's, yeah. it's like that Josh Groban song. You raised me up.
1: Yes, it's yes. very
5: true. I. The, the the LGBTQIA plus community that we call it now used to just be queers and fags or we all were once gay. Uh, now, because of the work, of 50 years since the Stonewall riots, because of all of the hard. I was I was there. The I was challenges that that our predecessors that you went through i'm able to live an open and proud life but i also recognize that the work isn't done that's why we have the plus at the end of lgbtq plus because the plus we're still learning how to include other people and we're still fighting for that inclusivity and that equal rights i mean of this world where i can't go to jamaica and hold my husband's hand there because homosexuality is a, is a criminal act there. There are par- other parts of this world, of the Arab uh, world, where I can't go. There are
2: parts of the
5: countries where I can't go. Yeah, they'll throw us off the roof. So we have a lot of work to do. And people
2: are... Oh, wait a second, nothing. wait a second. This is we've, come, we've come a really long way. Because I remember my very first lover was Saldi George. We were both 19 years old. We were together for 46 years, and then he died of pancreatic cancer. In that whole span of lifetime with Sal, we had to say we were brothers because we rented an apartment, you know, in the city. And at work, we were brothers. We had to hide all the time, and just our very close gay friends knew. And today I look back and you know it's kind of exciting I liked it better than this openness it was kind of intriguing (laughs) you know it was really like
5: sneaking around there was the there was the taboo there was the hanky code
2: hate what taboo hate hatred you fags we're gonna kill you we're gonna beat you up you're degenerate stay away from my son you're gonna make my son queer like you I mean this is the kind of dialogue we heard your mother must be suffering because she's got a fag for a son if your father finds out he's gonna kill you this is the dialogue that we grew up with Watch out, your boss knows you're gay, you better be careful because you're going to get fired from the job that you've worked to advance in 30 years or whatever. Or just terrible, you you can't be in my apartment house because we don't want your kind here. Even Cher got kicked out of the El Dorado because they didn't want Cher there because she had weird friends. This is what went on back in the 50s and 60s. It was a hideous place for gay people.
5: It was was commonplace back then. Yes, but but it was hideous. and horribly hideous. But we still can't forget that that's still going on. I, I've lived in New York, in Los Angeles, and in Washington, D.C., and in Israel. All places where I can openly be me, no matter who I am. There are people in this country, in the United States, who have to hide who they are, who go onto, for example, my social media. I mean, I correspond with people on a daily basis who have to hide being part of the LGBTQ community because they're not welcomed by their families, by their friends. They're frightened in whatever parts of the world they live in, even in America, to openly be themselves. And that's why we need people like all of us on this video, Eileen, Jimmy, Ron, me, uh, to to let people know to just be you, be yourself, and be around people who love you, who support you. And if that person doesn't love and support you, then they can go fuck themselves.
2: But here's a point I get across to, when I lecture out also, and I've done much, oh my God, if I think of all the years of the colleges I've talked in and the places I've talked in about gay people, my lectures were, what do you think or who do you think gay people are? And they'd stand up and say, well, gay men, cruise bathrooms, the subway bathrooms, if I go to urinate, I got to be careful because some guy's going to grab my dick. Or uh, gay people are all sluts, they're all trash, they're garbage. Or gay people uh, promote syphilis, gonorrhea, and diseases, and now AIDS, and God is punishing gay people by killing them with AIDS. And you have to deal with all this kind of dialogue, which is really a terrible, I- terribly ignorant dialogue. And my answer was, straight people rape. Straight men go into women's bathrooms and attack. Everything that some gay people do, straight people do, because they are called people. And people of all kinds act in different ways. Don't think that all gay people are like the gay people that you have, that stereotype scary homosexual. I'm married at the time with Sal. I was married for 45 years, we'll say, at the time. We live decently, we have morals, we have wonderful friends, nobody's drugged up. I mean, I look at the strange. He has world. two daughters. Yeah. <laughs> I look it's at their and they're wonderful daughters. Yeah. My daughters are not who is dykes or drug addicts, my, right, people. Eileen? They're and boys. my da- My daughters are like vanilla. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, this is the point we all that I want. how vanilla is a really good, classy
5: thing. Yes. For- right. <laughs> But this
2: is the this is the point that I want to get across to everybody. It's, the hatred for the homosexual is the degeneracy of thinking. My sister, who doesn't speak to me because she's a born-again Christian, she went the other way, who refuses to acknowledge that she's Jewish. My sister almost beat me up one time when I said, You know, you're Jewish. I am not. You're out of your mind. Papa wasn't really Jewish. He was Italian. I said, What the fuck are you talking about? He was a Jew. He's all oh, he ever talked about. <laughs> are you kidding? My father gave me philosophy all his life. Jewish philosophy. My sister was tuned out.
5: Anyway. Well, you know that The people who are the most life-loving <laughs> and people-loving recognize that LGBTQ rights are human rights and human rights are LGBTQ rights. That women. Right are human rights and human rights are women's rights that Jewish rights are human rights and human rights yes, are Jewish rights it goes along with everything so if the people who have hate in their heart who say no that person is the other and because they're the other they are wrong then it's that person who needs to be schooled it's the the, the, the fear that they have in their own hearts or the feeling of not of a lack of confidence or not feeling good about themselves that they have to put somebody else down in order to feel better about themselves and those people that we have to educate and surround with love. Because it's I simplify
2: I simplify it, I, and here's, I, I'm gonna teach this to you. Do it. I simplify it. Your words are wonderful, but they're too many for the morons to grasp, okay? <laughs> Here, I simplify it. You can look at something from a positive view Or a negative view. And if you look at gay people in a negative view, you will see the man in the subway toilet. You will see that sort of degeneracy. But if you look at the gay man in a positive light, you will see that his name is Rock Hudson. Or that he is a famous author or he is a a president, Abraham Lincoln. You will see that in history we've had positive, wonderful gay people who have made this world better. And that's how I like to teach people. Look at us as positive people.
5: Let's simplify it even more. What you see in others, what you see in the world says more about you than it does about others and the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That's true. That's
2: beautiful.
1: Yeah, I like
5: but that one a lot. Unfortunately, it's literally-
2: good. Hashtag
5: Yuval David.
2: There you go. <laughs> unfortunately, it's all homegrown. Um, I know of a few people in my life where the father was homophobic and the sons grew up and I heard the very same language coming out of the sons that I, the father said.
5: Dying. I'm moving my computer to the charger.
2: Okay. We've well, got <laughs> now I can see have, the apartment. We have Shut six up. minutes left. I want to look at that. No no,
5: no, no apartment views. Come
2: on. I'm looking at that apartment. Oh, my God. It's gigantic. Jimmy, I want that. Apartment. All right. So hold on. We've only got six minutes. Let's is light. there another apartment in the v- building we could get? Oh, yes.
0: Our apartment's for sale. It's a great. It's a great building. I want we to can't get,
1: afford anything in that He lived in a
0: great area, too. I won't tell you where, but trust me.
1: Sutton Place. Better. Beak, better than Sutton better Place. Beakman I'm place. not
2: going to say on an interview where oh, I live. Of course not. Anyone, of course but not. But if you don't... Look, Beak, I would live in Beekman Place in a minute. place is wonderful. I don't live there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> But I love Beekman. You know, I could have got an apartment in Sutton Place for my friend... Uh, whats the face and they were asking for the I apartment. Love what's her face? I'm so thrilled that your friends. Oh. <laughs> she's one of <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> and, and the face on what's her face? Debbie. I mean, what kind of. No, face her is name, her her face name face? is Deb, Debbie Kunzit, and she's the number one authority on art. They fly her all over the world to evaluate. Kunz. I call it Kunz.
1: Anyway, hold on. But. Let's change it. We got five minutes left. Let's make it. Let's lighten anyway, it up.
2: wait, wait. The apartment was only at that time about $135,000 in Sutton Place. You ready for this? I'm ready. But you had to earn. You had to be worth over $2 million to get in. So there you go. But the apartment was only $135,000. Oh, ta-
1: he likes to talk about things that happened 50 years ago, Well, I though. was alive
2: then, and it's important <laughs> to me. You know I
1: mean? I'm not dead. So who's your favorite musical artist? We got to, like, lighten this up a little bit. Oh, my God. Gosh, you know, I actually really love those
5: indie artists. I like going to uh, those places where you don't know the person and they just jam out. Uh, So I'm not really good. I I love um, uh, composers who explore music in a different way. I love going to those underground theaters. Um, There's great places. So I don't have a one favorite. Do you
1: like Adam Ant?
5: I do love Adamant.
1: Yeah. So does Eileen. Eileen <laughs> loves Adamant. Oh, Adamant
0: is great. So, Jimmy, I, I drag him with me to see Tomas. Who's amazing. He's what?
1: incredible.
5: I love him. He's he great. He is
0: incredible. But I drag him there within three minutes. He's sitting with Israelis. I'm like, do you know these people? He's like,
5: no. <laughs> we just became fast friends. Wait, and she was his. She's his wife. The lady yeah. wife. It turned
0: out to be his wife, but I didn't even know that. It was so cool. That's because you're not a good Jew. Did you I like? Know, I felt like, like I was in Israel. Israel. It was cool. <laughs> did you get to see
1: Khalil Kane? Did he see Khalil Payne? Khalil, he
0: did see Khalil. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so he cool. was very Khalil very, very cool. Yeah, so cool. I
5: love He's his a son
0: so of cool.
1: berserk. He saw it all. Yeah. Okay, so so okay, so okay, as an actor, you've already done all kinds of wonderful things. Um, what's your bucket list of, like, who's somebody that you would really think if you could, like, act with this person? Who's the person, a person that you, a male and a female that you would love to have an opportunity to work with in a film or a yeah. TV show? Um, you know, an, an
5: actor who really excites me is James Franco. Um, yeah. I like that he... While, yes, he's good looking, he doesn't ever lean on that. He tries to find the, the quirkiness, the the stuff that's beneath the surface, the vulnerability, the weirdness, and bring it into the light. I mean, that's like, I, I often refer to it as the chiaroscuro effect of
2: acting out of darkness. The into light, dark, yeah. No, yeah. He, he is that way in real life. He's gay, uh, by the way. He's a gay guy. I and mean, he's he's not out
1: well, he's, out I, now. I think
2: he's, he's out a little now. bit of
1: everything,
5: whatever yeah. he is. He's
2: and cool. he's a very colorful human being who has absolutely no, uh, there are no braces on his brain. Yeah,
1: yeah I think. He's, okay, he's, and what he's, about a female and a female actress that you would like to work with? <laughs> Please don't say Meryl Streep. I mean, if you say it, it's okay, but no. I mean, um, uh,
5: gosh, uh, you know, I'm I'm getting excited about Natalie Portman again uh, because yeah, I love her through so many. She's gone through so many unique phases of her career, uh, and I, I'm liking to see what she's what she's doing now. Um, can I say Billy Porter as a female? I mean, as a queer person, whatever, however he refers to himself, he's very bold in what he does and very yes. exciting. Is he ever <laughs> he's, he's like amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's just there there are a lot of really really great. People, I'm loving also seeing uh, people like um, MJ Rodriguez and uh, India Moore from Pose, uh, who are just phenomenal, who are trans uh, actors, who are just powerful. Uh,
1: uh, we didn't actually watch Pose, so I haven't seen oh, that. you should see it. You should watch it. Oh, okay. it's good. It is. It's, oh, key- it's great. Yeah. So we, yeah. we have like a minute and a half left. So you guys listen, Yuval David, you can follow him on Twitter at yuvaldavid, David, Facebook.com slash Yuval David. Instagram, which he seems to be more active on than Twitter, is yuval_david_. underscore David underscore. Um, follow him in his social media. Check out all the cool things he's been in. If you saw Beauty and the Beast, he was the kitchen stove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out Madam Secretary, Unforgettable. He was on the Michael J. Fox show. He's been on NYP debut Boy Crush, which is like a gay film, uh, I believe. A fun gay film. Um, the Awakening of, of so Springs. Fun. He was on Days of Our Lives, you guys. And check out his YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash David Y-U-V-A-L-D-A-V-I-D.
5: That's my name, yeah, and I have a lot of new content that I'm posting both on YouTube and Facebook video and Instagram, and I'm just so excited about that. And I love collaborating with people, so if there are people who are interested in collaborating, who are talented, skilled, uh, think both inside and outside the box, then be in touch, because that's what artists do. We include others, and we collaborate together.
2: Perfect. Now, when you come to Palm Springs, I will make you my father's recipe, which is... Pizza made with matzah.
5: Wow pizza It is so fr-
2: delicious The crust is so delicious It is I mean, absolutely gorgeous It's an it, Italian topping over matzah.
5: Love it Well I love, I love to love cook it. And I love to be around people who love to cook
2: You I did cook mention all the martini time.
5: earlier But you didn't tell me how you like your martinis
2: He likes dirty martinis Dirties. Four olives and vodka straight up
5: Oh I, I see I like my extra dirty martinis I like a lot of olive juice in there uh, yeah, yeah he dirty. likes, oh, that, I too. Do. He I likes that too He likes that too Bro, we gotta be extra
2: dirty. at the, the better. That's, That's like everybody.
1: So we gotta go. So we wanna thank you, you've all Eileen. We wanna thank you for I the love introduction. You, we love you, you've all thank you, you so
2: much. You're fabulous. Uh, hey, listen, you're terrific and I'm serious. No smoke up your ass. I'm not bluffing. I sincerely wanna be in your company. I find you very interesting and attractive and fascinating and honest and open and real. And those are hard qualities to find in people today.
5: I'm 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 flattered, and I that's a massive compliment. And but once it's again, real;
1: it's a real what you compliment.
5: See in people is what you see in yourself. So you basically were just talking about yourself.
1: <laughs> so uh, no, I like that. That was cool. So so all right. Sweet. So, so you so all, cool. thank you so much, Danielle, Scotty, Jay. Thank you so much. You guys are great, and everybody. We'll see you next week. We've got Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind, and Fire coming on. Woo! It's going to be awesome. See you guys next week. Thank you. Bye, Bye you Bye guys. Again.
5: <laughs> yeah This is MC, I'm free I'm so. oh. I'm just chilling I'm just sitting down in the design